0: Welcome to the Georgia Podcast, featuring the who's who and what's new in Georgia. Made possible in part by Global Podcast Studios, offering podcast studio rentals, production and distribution. Visit GlobalPodcastStudios.com and by our friends at Serendipity Labs, co-working, private offices and more. True inspiration at work. Learn more at SerendipityLabs.com. Now join Rich Casanova, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta and worldwide across the PBC syndicated networks.
1: All right, we got a good one locked and loaded here for you today. Rich Casanova here on the Pro Business Channel Studio Networks in our beautiful uh, Serendipity Labs billion dollar view and uh, right in the heart of Buckhead. Uh, All right, we have a uh, special guest here today. Andy Patel is joining us in the studio. He's a strategist, speaker, writer and data geek. I've always wanted to meet a data geek. Uh, they fly under the radar sometimes, right? So uh, we, we we found one today. He's obsessed with analyzing metrics and interpreting data. Is it data or data? We'll find out here in a minute. And it's uh, 2000, since 2005, and he's been perfecting the art of search engine marketing, uh, partnering directly with Google. Have you heard of those guys? They're kind of a big deal. Uh, I think I've <laughs> talked to them a couple of times. Right. They seem to, all. they're always on my computer, dude. <laughs> following you everywhere <laughs> right all right you've also helped companies understand and integrate digital marketing strategies which is we're going to talk about that's a huge challenge for companies they know the value of it but you know, it's the how the who and what and how do they make that happen now that leads to business growth uh, when he's not working on projects uh, you're you like to perform this is interesting perform music and you're an active member of the bollywood band joshan
2: Joshin. Joshin.
1: That is all right. So um, you're going to sing a little bit for us today. No, I didn't sing any instruments in the studio.
2: I am not a singer. I'm a keyboardist.
1: Oh, sure you are. Yeah. <laughs> got off the hook on that one. Yeah. Well, we didn't bring our keyboard in today. So you're so uh next time. Yes, for sure. Okay. We heard it promise. I I got it recorded, so it's a done deal look for the appearance here from the Bollywood band in the studio. All right. So let's get into it. Um so before we get into uh you know the what's what here and so forth and what's on everybody's mind about Google Ads and campaigns. Uh, So your backstory on uh, launching this, uh, tell us, first of all, where do people find you online? What's the brand here?
2: Sure. Our company is called K3 Marketing. You can find us online at www.k3.marketing. So it's a premium domain. There's no .com. It's just www.k3.marketing.
1: You put the dot before the marketing and before the K3. Correct. You're good to go. Um, so we talked before we went on the air. So K3, what's your story there?
2: <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, we started the company back in, in 2005 uh, as a business partner uh, and, and myself. We started in May of 2005, uh, right out of college. And we were still about to graduate. And we were looking for and think of a name of a company to start. And uh, back in the day, if you remember, you used to have the Paper.
1: <laughs> and
2: uh, this is about yeah. 14 years ago. You'd go through the paper and you go to the back of the paper and you can see the stocks and all the different oh, companies. right, right. So we literally saw L3 technologies. Okay. And we saw 3M, like the right. Scotch tape people. Oh, yeah. And we put it together and we said, K3, it sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, so we just put it together. There's actually literally no backstory. We found out later okay. that K3 is actually the official name of, I believe, the 12th largest mountain in the world. It's located in Pakistan somewhere.
1: And and so you're, you you got to climb it one day, dude, yeah. No. Get a picture up top of the mountain. I don't mountain. know about that. <laughs> you're no, not, I'm, I'm not good st- with the heights either, yeah.
2: <laughs> That's fine, yeah. Well, we used to use the story, well, where... People would ask us, but yeah, we want to be one of the largest companies in the world, but not the largest, kind of like K3 is like one of the best. So we used to go with that story, but truth be told, you know, we just pulled that name out of the air.
1: Okay, cool. So, um, I love that story and, um... It's interesting how how brands become the brands that they are today. So, um, so Google Ads, talk to us. Um, we're in the business channel here. So, talk to us about benefits. Uh, your clients' a story or two, or examples of how they benefit by running Google Ads. Because there's a lot of mystery in that. Everybody, I think most people in business are familiar with the idea, and some have implemented it. But what's the secret sauce, sir?
2: Sure, uh, I wouldn't say it's a secret. There's a secret sauce. Google running Google Ads is, is certainly an art yeah. uh, versus a science. Um, <clears throat> It's interesting. You mentioned that a lot of business owners probably at least heard of Google right. Ads, um, but um, I would say that most people have not heard of Google Ads. Really? If you ask the average person, not yeah. necessarily business. Owner, no, I agree. Yeah. yeah, It's like okay, Google is a multi-billion-dollar company, one of right. the largest. And you go there with Apple and Amazon right. and whatnot, and you're like, oh, they're like, yeah, they are cool. And then, and then I ask them, okay, do you use g- Gmail? They're like, yes, right. Do you use uh, Google Maps? Yeah, sure. Do you use Google Drive? Yeah, all the time. Do you pay for it? No. Okay, so how does Google make money? Right, exactly. Google primarily, overwhelmingly, only makes money through Google Ads. That is majority of how their revenue is made. I believe the last statistic that I read was around 86%. I think that number is slowly decreasing because they're offering more services now. Right they got the Pixel line. They offer cloud services and things like that. But primarily, overwhelmingly, Google Ads is how they really make money. So Google is really invested in making sure that companies succeed because guess what? When companies succeed, they also succeed. So I wouldn't say there's any sort of... Uh, Secret sauce for Google Ads, but Google Ads does work, and more importantly, Google wants it to work. You know, a lot of people, a lot of business owners, especially, are like, "Man, I've been burned by Google Ads. Maybe they didn't do do it right." Right. But the truth is that it can be done right if if you know what you're doing.
1: I was thinking you say ask the average civilian, and they would think Google Ads. Why does Google need to advertise? (laughs) You know, they (laughs) get Google's advertising. You're on every computer. Well, it's
2: funny because back in the day, if you remember when they when you would search on Google, Google would be it would be very prominent that this is an ad right. it'd be shaded pink or it'd be shaded right, blue yeah. and it'll be also be on the right hand side of the search results uh, now you can't even tell that it's an ad in right. fact they just came up with a recent res- uh, update about a couple of weeks ago where it just has a small little ad next to the uh written in black next to the URL and that's it otherwise it just looks like one large uh search results
1: yeah there's a very small almost a favicon or whatever right right uh, exactly very nondescript exactly. okay so um so go back to the benefits so if someone engages with a Google Ads campaign with you guys, what might they expect, right?
2: Sure. Well, well, Google Ads, just so everybody understands, it's a pay-per-click program. So, let me, Can it
1: also be by impressions, or is that different? No. Okay. You
2: do not get charged by impressions. You only get charged by click okay. with Google Ads. Okay. So <clears throat> let's say, for example, you are a local plumber, right? And, and the, the keyword that you want to type in is Atlanta plumbing company or that's the keyword that you want to show up for. Right. So when people search, you know, your ad will get shown up. That's called an impression. But when they click, it's, it's, that's when you pay for that click. Now, your cost per click is, is, is really varied on a lot of different things. But essentially, how much are you willing to pay for that click? It's, it's a bidding war between you and your competitors. So if competitor A is spending five dollars a click, you got to be willing to spend a little bit more than five dollars to be higher than them. Right. Now there are other factors involved, including quality score and how well your ad rank is and things like that, which is a little bit technical. But essentially, you can't have a, you can't uh, bid for the keyword Atlanta plumber near me or Atlanta plumbing services and not have your ads mention anything about plumbing in Atlanta or have your page mention anything about plumbing. Right. So you want to, as long as it's coded correctly and it makes sense, uh, you, you usually have a fairly good quality score and ad rank.
1: All right. So, so those are some benefits for a business person. Now um, we mentioned about campaigns. I didn't realize there's obviously I think most, you know, a little overstatement, but we're talking to a business audience here, right? So I think most business people understand the idea of a search campaign uh, what's the difference between that and a, and a uh, display campaign?
2: All right, Rich. Uh, what uh, what type of stuff do you search for? Like, what type of products do you search for online? Just give me an example. You're like, uh, pizza and coffee. Coffee. Right. Okay. Okay. You search for different like different b-
1: M- microphones. B- sometimes equipment for the um, okay, studio here.
2: That's, that's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Have you ever, uh, I guess, searched for not microphones online or whatever, whatever website you went to. And then later on you're on Facebook or you're reading a oh, blog I where you're and you going, see yeah. a you see a banner <laughs> yeah. ad which had nothing to do. You know, you could be you could you could be on a website about cars. Right, yeah. and you'll still see a microphone ad.
1: Okay, that no, I no, talking okay. about it, yeah.
2: That's remarketing. Okay. That's part of display. And what what basically happens is we put a piece of code, uh, a remarketing code on your website or landing page and anybody who visits that page can be remarketed to. Google literally drops a cookie into that person's browser and you can only clear that browser when you clear your cache and then it follows you everywhere. And I think Google has affinity with 90% of the websites on the internet. I mean, they literally own the internet. So that, and and another great thing about remarketing that I should mention is that it's extremely cheap. The cost per click on search is usually a few dollars, if not more. And uh, remarketing is usually pennies compared to that. So,
1: wow. So is there a strategy where you um, uh, put your money in one bucket versus the other? Or it has to be a blend?
2: Well, in in K3 marketing, we always like to do a little bit of both. But majority is search, right? When you're looking for... We service a lot of home service contractors. So a lot of plumbers, roofers, pest control guys, those types of guys. So remarketing really works well when people are consistently needing to be remarketed to. For example, if... If I need a pest control guy, then I'm going to call someone, and I've hired them, and I'm done. You know, life, right. uh, life, life goes on. But for example, you always need microphones, so you need a stand. Right. right? I wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. surprised if you see an ad for a new stand later on today because we just talked about it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that's an, that's another part about it. Some some. Some, some crazy stuff going on in Google. They haven't flat out said it, but um, there's definitely some some level of...
1: of listening and monitoring, yeah, because yeah. that's the biggest thing that's a big brother kind of... Uh, we've had this conversation now It's uh, with other people, and now it's almost, you just kind of throw in the towel, you just realize it's happening, but it, it does seem like we'll have conversations in the studio or just and about all of a sudden, wait a second, we just had that conversation, now it's on my phone, yeah. right? So is is audio now coming into play as well?
2: So there is no specific... There is no definite yes or no from Google. Right. From my experience, my personal experience and professional experience, yes. I agree. Uh, I'm not going to. Go on record and say that's right. for, that's definitely true, but I believe it. I believe it is.
1: Well, obviously uh, a little biased in the audio space, but uh, audio is just seeing this um, amazing resur- not just resurgence, but it, it's now permeating through uh, a myriad of technologies that we didn't anticipate. Because normally we think kind of video or uh, text, uh, and that audio has kind of seen its day in the radio business, but not just podcasting. But we're talking to our devices. We're um, we're talking back to our devices in the in the in the audio auto. You know, what? when you're driving, you're talking to sure. your devices. Um, what's it? Uh, Google. What's the phrase we use okay. for Google? Okay, Ask Google. Google. What? No, okay, Google. Okay, Google. Yeah, or yeah. hey, Google. And that, that hey, you, that's what I do. Hey, Google. Yeah. So
2: that you bring up a valid point. Google has to be listening yeah, to yeah. you in order for that to trigger. Right, so exactly. there's no question if they're right. listening to you. They're definitely listening to you. 100%. Yeah, <laughs> right? it just doesn't make sense. Now, whether they're storing that and using that yeah, or, for ads, Google being primarily an ad company, sure, yeah. a marketing company, Makes I, sense. I, wouldn't, I would say so. Yeah. But they're not going to say that. At least and I
1: guess, yet. well, the coin toss is like, um, is it Big Brother? Are they, st- and not just Google, but other companies, are they overstepping the bounds, Amazon and so forth? Um, or is it great, great service for the consumer? Because a lot of times you're thinking at first like, um, dang, I didn't anticipate that. But then when you need that, it's real handy, and it stores it, and you don't have to go back and search. I mean, yeah. back to the cookies. I mean, for mm. the very basic stuff being stored on your computer.
2: Well, I think I think a lot of people are are weirded out by it. Yeah, they say, this is kind of creepy. But right. and and I'm, I'm a little biased because I am a marketer. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> is that this does work. We are human beings that purchase products, and we want to be able to be see ads. I mean, Convenient. I go, I go down. Yeah, I go down my Instagram feed, or I'll see an ad, and I'll be like, "Man, this makes sense." I'm well, it's relative this. to you, right? Exactly. That's the key thing. Exactly. So it works, and and the truth is all the people that are complaining, I mean, I hate to say it, but you're using all their services for free. <laughs> right, exactly. So It's a trade-off. Yeah, I mean...
1: Yeah. I think, unless I you can live it, it on an island and, yeah. and no, uh, electricity. Yeah, exactly. So. But I think, the, I'll finish on this and move on to the next topic. But I think the most, uh, pertinent thing here is that it's relevant, you know, and based on your search, whether it's voice or what have you, is that now it's more of a convenience. So if I'm looking for micro or audio equipment, now audio equipment appears that I didn't realize existed. You know, it's, it, it, from a consumer, if you have a open mind, that can be a convenience to you. Now, I don't want to see, you know, stuff, um, you know, women's uh, shoes or, you know, uh, science fiction stuff that I'm not interested in, right? Sure. You know, as an example. Okay, so you mentioned humans. So let's talk non-human, all right? <laughs> These AI uh, and machine learning happening, uh, wh- where does that play into the uh, Google Ads space? Where do they it fit in is, the sandbox?
2: It is it is very big. Google is one of the pioneers. Really? Uh, with with artificial, artificial intelligence and machine learning. So... <clears throat> Just to give you a couple of couple of examples, uh, within Google Ads, there's a section in there called audiences, and it's it's very interesting because as a user, you can set your audiences. Now, let me backtrack even. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any real statistics on this, but at least in our agency, we've realized that people who search on Google are most likely logged into their Google account. Okay? Sure. So, for example, Rich, if you search on Google, on the top right is is your login. Yeah. Right? I would say about. 70 to 80% of those people. But the crazy thing is, is that when you search or when that person search searches, we literally know everything about them. Right. We know their search history. We know what they've been watching on YouTube. For people who don't R- know, row. Google owns, Google <laughs> owns YouTube. Right? Exactly. Right? Google owns YouTube oh, for people who don't know.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, YouTube is a uh, uh, second search engine correct. only to Google, right? Correct. Yeah. Which
2: is on- when it's owned by Google. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then we just talked about the voice stuff, right? Right. You know, maybe you have one of those um, uh, Google Google Home devices at home, and you're like, right. hey, honey, I need to you get a plumber to fix the toilet tomorrow. Okay, I'll call someone tomorrow. So you're kind of already in the system as right. a, uh, someone who's looking for pr- uh, plumbing services. Right, yeah. So I can actually...
1: Yeah, there you go. Speaking wow. of listening. We're yeah, just, I think you just ordered a plumber uh, service yeah. at your house. Yeah. That's funny. That is
2: so funny. I was waiting for that to happen. Actually. Nice, yeah.
1: You couldn't have staged that. Yeah. Yet.
2: I don't know if anyone heard on the podcast when my OK Google went off and it was talking back to me. Right. So that was That's funny. why we don't have an Alexa in, this, in the <laughs> studio area, right? Anyway. Especially
1: if you have an intern name, Alexa, yeah, that yeah. can get really a rabbit hole kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. So you can, you can search. You can search. Um, you can literally select different audiences within Google Ads. So you can say you can actually be like okay people who are looking for plumbing services now google doesn't tell you how they know that these people are looking for plumbing services but if they show an affinity uh, to plumbing services in the near future then we can actually up that bid or, or decrease that bid or, or whatever you want to do in, in those uh, in that space so audiences is kind of it's kind of a big deal that's where a lot of machine learning happens on the back end um, <clears throat> you can also do a lot of different strategies within Google. For example, I want to spend $10 a day, but I only want to spend it on uh, the people that are going to convert. Okay? So you run it for a couple of weeks, and you, the system realizes you know, uh, that, all right, you're getting most conversions on Tuesday afternoons from middle-aged women um, in uh, downtown Alpharetta. Code. Yeah, or whatever. You know, and and literally the system will automatically just push that. That's artificial intelligence. That's ha- that's happening on the back. Now end. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of different things you can do. Max. It's called maximize conversions. There's like maximize target cost per acquisition. So, for example, you can say every conversion is worth a hundred dollars, and I want to make sure that I stay at um, ninety dollars a lead. And right. then, w- and then when it gets when it gets better, you can bring that down to eighty five. So you can. There's a lot of things you can do, and all this machine learning happenings on the, happens on the back end.
1: So. Uh, Say that again. So what you're saying is you can invest in the Google ads through the AI technology and it'll only trigger um, and hit your account, so to speak based on conversions. Correct. So you have to set up conversion tracking,
2: right, yeah. right? So, you know, for people who run Google Ads and they just send them to the homepage, you have no right, yeah. real tracking. Yeah. You know, you want to have landing pages, you want to be able to track it properly. But once you have conversion tracking, then yeah, you can you can see the value of these conversions, you can get more of those, you can there's a lot of different strategies. They're called bidding strategies within the Google Ads settings. And that is a big part of the uh, Google's new machine machine learning strategies.
1: All right, we're listening to a great conversation here from Andy Patel uh from k3 dot marketing go check out that website and all things google ads and we're going to get into some other topics here in just a second just want to remind our listeners you're listening to the georgia podcast here on the pro business channel studios in uh, buckhead if you're familiar with Atlanta you know exactly where we're at if not look it up on google (laughs) right all right so um now let's talk about mobile. Um, how does that, is, is there, because that's, what, what percentage now people are searching on mobile? It's it's at least 60, 65%, right?
2: Yes, yes. I don't know what the uh, most recent stat yeah. is, but I think Google officially called mobile the internet about a couple of years ago. Okay. So m- mobile surpassed the uh, web about a couple wow. of years ago uh, when we look at our analytics it's right. like 80 or 90 yeah yeah, i've heard higher yeah it's it's crazy people are just especially these days with uh, mobile friendly designs and and, and our, our large screens and things like that so.
1: now how does google ads uh if if at all uh, integrate or uh, affect social media when people are on the social media platforms uh they're not necessarily on google is there any interface there and back to the kind of the mobile is a campaign different you know, triggering any, any other um, uh, moving parts to a Google campaign, whether it's a search or a display, that can be more mobile-friendly versus you know, your other devices or not?
2: Sure. So th- there are some levels of integration. And to be honest with you, we're not a social media marketing okay, expert. Right. Um, but Google Ads specifically runs for Google Ads when people search on Google right. or, dis- or have some sort of display campaign through Google. YouTube ads, shopping ads, and those things like that. Um, Google's "Quote unquote," if you want to call it a social media experiment, <laughs> Google Plus got uh, <laughs> you basically. Uh, they terminated that. I think it was just a few months ago. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for example, Facebook ads. You know, for example, that piece of code that I was talking about, the remarketing code. You can add right. that same uh, Facebook pixel code. Okay. So people who uh, and if I don't know if you visit uh, users know, but Facebook also owns Instagram. Right. Exactly. Um, so so essentially you know, when you when someone visits your site, not only can they be remarketed to on Google, they can be remarketed to remarketed to on Facebook and Instagram. No, so huge. have you ever visited a website and then you're searching through your feed on Instagram mm-hmm. and you see an ad for that website? Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah. so that's a Google Pixel. Okay. I'm sorry, a Facebook Pixel is what, what they call it. So okay. there is there are integrations, um, but, you know, okay. you have to kind of uh, go through a couple of hoops.
1: So I want to talk about, um, Google ad strategies a business can implement before we do that. Let's go back to the top of the, uh, the show where we we're talking about clicks versus impressions. So if you can define that a little bit more, I mean, is there a campaign for impressions or you're saying it doesn't cost, uh, per impression, but you have to set up a campaign around those keywords or whatever, right? Sure. So
2: <clears throat> excuse me, let me use the same example as the plumbing company. Okay. So let's Watch say- your
1: phone now, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got two plumbers <laughs> knocking at your door, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. My wife's calling me. <laughs> Why? Right? Got all these guys out front. What do we do?
2: <laughs> let's say someone types in plumber near me. Okay. Oh, right. So let's say I own a company called ABC Plumbing, okay. and I told Google that I want to be on page one right. for plumbing, plumbing right. near me, or plumber near me. Yeah. And... <clears throat> I set up my cost per click or whatever. Google is a PPC campaign, which stands for pay, pay per, per click. click right? right. It's not pay. It's not PPI. It's not paper impression. Right. It's yeah. Pay per click. Okay. Okay. So let's say, for example, in I, I'm servicing Atlanta Metro Atlanta, and plumber near me shows up or gets searched and, uh, about a, a thousand times, and out of those thousand times, I show up five hundred times. Right. Maybe because you know, my budget's low or or it's out of location or my ad schedule or whatever it may be. But I got shown, so I had 500 impressions, okay? Right. And out of those 500 impressions, I could get, you know, 20 or 30 clicks depending on my my positioning. And then that is based on, that ratio is based off of a, uh, what we call a click-through rate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually anything above 2% or 2.5% is usually pretty good. Uh, Obviously higher the better, but... And then when you search uh, and you get that click-through rate, then you know uh, people click on an ad. The ad should be related, and that should go to a specific landing page. So that's basically how the whole system
1: okay. works in a, in, a, in a simple way. In a nutshell, yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, Cliff's Notes version of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I'm looking at your website here. Talk to me about the customer experience. Uh, it looks like you have a, a workflow here, and some of your key operative um, positioning here is. I'm reading free evaluation no contract no low setup fee Google certified that sounds amazing yes or yes
2: yes definitely <laughs> we are we are uh, what we call a Google Premier partner,
1: yeah talk to me about that because Uh, No offense, but a lot of people can say, hey, I can help you with your Google uh, ad campaign. What makes you all, I guess, that unique selling proposition or makes you all different?
2: Sure. So to become a Google partner, you essentially need to have what you call an MCC account, which is uh, my client center account. It's essentially an agency account. And you only really have to have $10,000 a quarter spend, which is not that much at all. I don't know what the exact requirements are for Premier Partner, but you essentially have to, I believe, have about a quarter million of ad revenue wow. per qu- uh, quarter, so right. $250,000 right. uh, per quarter. You need to um, have certain certifications met uh, sure. on an annual basis. Uh, you have to be using some of the new strategies and things like that. So I, I believe out of all of the Google Ads um, agencies out there in the world, only 2 or 3% of them are premier partners, Wow, and we're fortunate to be one of them, yeah.
1: Congratulations. uh, Let me find the applause button here in just a second. (laughs) 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 All right, so we've got a couple minutes left. Um, Without getting too much into a deep dive, um, uh, your pricing structure, I'm looking at it online, it seems kind of unique so that um, you have a – they can manage, as we mentioned, the pay-per-click. You can do the remarketing. Um, What's call tracking? I think I know what that is. Basically, you assign a certain phone number yeah, or, so um, we use a third-party tool called Call Tracking Metrics.
2: It yeah. costs us around $19 a month, so we just flip that over to the client for 20 bucks a month. Yeah. Uh, so ev- every page that gets directed uh, for, from our program goes to a landing page with its own unique call tracking number so we can test to see you know if our strategies are working and things like that. So yeah, essentially our prices are... Um, Ten percent of your budget, with a one hundred and fifty minimum. Uh, no, no contract. No, uh, a, a low setup fee. Now, if it's a service that we've already uh, offer, for example, you know, we already have pest control companies and, and plumbers. If you are a plumber, if you are a pest control company, we usually don't even charge you a setup fee because we've already built the
1: program. Yeah, you have the infrastructure already for a lot of those services. Which are the uh, most common? Uh, let me ask you the question: uh, of the clients, what are the most uh, popular? I don't know if this is a way to phrase the question, but uh, most sought after you know, categories for people, um, you know, looking for AdWords. I guess that's all over the place. Yeah, that, that's definitely
2: all over the place. Um, we've really pushed ourselves um, with certain industries and a lot of those. Uh, I'm, I'm essentially the the pest control and wildlife control guy, <laughs> right, yeah. believe it or not. Uh, I started this company about 14 years ago, actually wow. 14 years ago. Wow. And pretty much 13 years ago, I, I signed up a client called Peachtree Pest Control. There, right yeah. here in Atlanta. Okay fairly large company, still my client to this day, Wow, really good friend of mine. And after about a decade, I just really perfected that program. I know which keywords work, which ones don't, how people search, um, how to get the best bang for their buck. And I literally just duplicated that program and I sell that nationwide. And now we have about 180 um, pest and wildlife control clients just around the nation.
1: Yeah, you are the pest cult old uh, dude. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And if you, <laughs> and someone calls me to like offer pest control services i have no idea what to do <laughs>
1: exactly yeah all right so um so last kind of question is uh, well we talked about strategies that business can implement um what are some of the do's and don'ts i mean is there um where you've seen uh people trying it on their own or they've used other services and what is something that you know that don't that people d- didn't work for them right they, sure. they kind of waste their money i guess
2: sure a lot of business owners have been burned in the past by right. Google ads. And <clears throat> you need to remember one thing. Google wants clicks. So when you enter a keyword saying, if you say, I want to be on page one for plumber near plumbers near me, you don't only show up for plumbers near me. Plumbers near me, when you enter it as a business owner, or as, as a as a regular user, it's what we call a broad match keyword. Any variation of that, the Google bot will pick up and just, Blast out. Run with you it, may yeah. even show up for plumber certification. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. So, the biggest advice I can give to anyone who wants to do it themselves is learn about the keyword types. There's broad match, there's phrase match, there's broad match, modified. there's exact match. Go through your keywords and then run a search term report, search terms of what are the actual typed keywords that people put in. And then go through those ter- search terms and, and create a solid negative keyword list. If you do that for a few months you know you should have good search terms and decent ads uh good landing pages uh now i say decent ads because i do a lot of home service contractors you know right. people looking for plumbers it's, it's not sexy people just want to get someone out there right. and come fix the issue but you know if you're let's say um a divorce attorney right, right. if you're a divorce attorney then it's not just everybody has ads like hey Call us today. Free quote. Been in business for thirty years. Whatnot. But for example, if you speak to the user, right? If it's a if it's a male, for example, maybe they're trying to protect their assets.
1: Right. 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 Say
2: that in the ad. Right, yeah. Right. Speak <laughs> right. to their emotion. So. Yeah. So you can be a little bit more creative uh, in yeah. certain industries and things like
1: that. So. Yeah, we had a content uh, strategy company in the uh, earlier in the earlier uh, morning podcast this morning, and that was part of their messaging. It's storytelling and pe- uh, the whole impact of emotions people respond to and, um, and look for that emotional connection, even though, you know, you may think your widget is just a nondescript widget, but you know, when there's a pain or a need yeah. um, you need to make that happen. Yeah. So final question on your website, this free free evaluation. Um what's that kind of process what might people expect when they first engage with you what are some of the um the boxes you look to check or the questions you look to to answer or ask for, of them if you will
2: Sure so if somebody's running their Google own Google ads then they could provide me with view only access Okay <clears throat> And then I can go in and actually run a search term report and okay. see how it's being built and kind of look through our strategies and see what, how we can improve. And then usually, you know, we can be like, all right, we think we should make these changes and, and things like that. So cool. there's a lot to look in that, you know, and, and there's so much to it, right? There's demographic targeting, you know. Yeah, it's there, kind of endless. Yeah. I mean, go, you, I, mean you, I can literally
1: just exclude teenagers. Wow, yeah. Right. Not not by age group, just the no, just the no, the group. Well, no, well, there
2: are there are age groups. Yeah, yeah. It, honestly, it I think the age group is eighteen to twenty four. Right, exactly. But yeah. you know, a lot of people, those are not homeowners. A lot of times, those are right. not homeowners. So yeah. I literally exclude them.
1: I mean, it's not like back in the day of the yellow pages or the newspaper ads and or even radio ads in traditional AM/FM radio. It's like uh, you're just hitting the masses and you hope right. something lands. You well, know remember,
2: I mean? you're paying per click, right? When you when you paid for an ad, it's a flat rate, right? So it's it's all
1: good, yeah, yeah.
2: But you're paying per click. You want ten clicks to be ten sales, <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. So you want to be as, stri- as strategic as possible on those
1: things. Okay. So last question, um, Andy. What's next? Is there anything uh, cooking? Uh, any scoop you can give us or uh what are some next objectives or goals that you have uh in expanding your business or new uh, sectors you're looking to move into or are you going to be uh speaking on stage with Tony Robbins anything you can kind of you know drop on us here yeah. yeah
2: no not really we're 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 smooth sailing okay. over here um our model is really perfecting one model so like i told you about the pest control right, company yeah. and it's really taken off so we've gotten into transportation we've got a lot of uh, decent plumbing uh, right. background Getting into dentists, so we're kind of right. niching. You know, yeah, yeah. internet marketing is internet marketing, right? If if someone needs to set up your laptop, right, it doesn't matter. That it's a podcast or it's a law firm. They're right, still yeah. setting up a laptop, right, right, in the same sense. You know, I'm just running Google Ads, and yes, right. there's other there's things to learn and things and things like that. But it all it, it all usually works fairly well for no matter what industry you're in. But when you niche, um, it's much easier to to stay in that space. So. Um I do like to stay into the spaces that I that I'm uh, comfortable right. with.
1: And uh, did we decide data or data? What did we decide? It's data. <laughs> it is data. Okay. <laughs> we got the definitive answer finally. I can sleep good tonight. Yeah, having that answer. All right. So, um one more time, uh, people would find you online and your home phone number, web, you know, uh, social security number, whatever you want to give out. Yeah. yeah 12345. <laughs> right. But the website seriously is <laughs>
2: Hey, thanks for having me, Rich. <laughs>
1: Absolutely our pleasure. Yeah. And that's uh, k3.marketing, no.com. No.com. All right. We'll look forward to our next uh, conversation. Again, Rich Casanova here for the Pro Business Channel. And uh, this episode of the uh, Georgia Podcast now, that's a wrap. It's in the can.
0: On behalf of the Pro Business Channel, we thank you for listening to the Georgia Podcast, featuring the who's who and what's new in Georgia. Made possible in part by Global Podcast Studios, offering podcast studio rentals, production, and distribution. Visit globalpodcaststudios.com and by our friends at Serendipity Labs, co working, private offices, and more. True inspiration at work. Learn more at SerendipityLabs.com. Join Rich Casanova for the next Georgia podcast and download on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more.